I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me is Eduardo Chazan, Chief Executive Officer of Collegia Pension. What we're actually starting off talking about is the metaverse. Why are we talking about the metaverse? What's the significance of people getting involved with their pensions via the metaverse? I think the metaverse is just an extension of a, or just how we call a phenomenon that we're already seeing right now which is geography not being so much, not to determine so much of your interactions, what you can do, or even how you can do it, how you can access information, with whom you're going to be investing, with whom you're going to be doing any sorts of activities. And I think in that sense, if you think about the industry of itself that lacks a lot of engagement and that could benefit a lot from the extra engagement of not depending on being that specific spot, that specific geographical place, in order to get access to information and engage with certain different types of groups of people, even just types of information. Pensions industry is a prime example for that. Because if you look up into, I don't know, recently, if you were to get quality information about your pension and what you're doing and uh, how it's performing and so on and so forth, it will very often require you to go into a booklet to try to find where you left it, try to reach out to your HR manager in your company you work for and et cetera. I think the metaverse, by increasing the engagement and making it easier and, and more tailored for each specific individual, can also bring substantial and meaningful changes to the pensions and how we interact with pensions in itself. It sounds more complex and also more useful than just having a Zoom conversation with a pension advisor. We need to separate what we're talking about. One thing is about engagement. One thing is about communication. And the, another thing completely is about how you do the investments themselves. I don't think that the way we invest will be changed by the metaverse, but I think the way we relate to pensions will. A great example is TikTok. You know, the amount of content that we now have in TikTok and how people are interacting and asking questions about home ownership, investing, what is an ISA. And granted, a lot of this content is not high quality, but you do see how Gen Z and millennials are now engaging with certain content they were not before. And this is one of the, the beginning of this process of allowing people to interact with more complex and niche things on terms that they feel comfortable with. And that's what the metaverse allows us to do, or will allow us to do. Well, you mentioned the dread phrase, Gen Z. This is all about meeting people where they want to be. This is what everybody's been telling me about banking and financial services. We have to meet the customers where they want to be. And where the customers I presume, are going to want to be, because it's early days yet, is on the metaverse. I would say not exclusively on the metaverse. I think the, the metaverse augments your experience. And now, now I'm putting my own thoughts here. And uh, granted that there are lots of people with different opinions on how it work. But I do not believe a metaverse where you stop living your physical life. I think it's more of a blending of your, so, so to speak, normal life with elements of the metaverse and how it fits and blends within your activities. And I think one example is if you're thinking back into the pension, it's very interesting. Sometimes you might go into a company or just go buy coffee into a coffee shop that you might not even know that you're investing by your pension. So the metaverse kind of opens up by the fact that you have this kind of data flowing around and you can also engage with the things that you do in your normal life that are attached to your pension. And even though it make no difference in terms of how you invest your pension necessarily, in my in terms of what kind of impact you want to have, and we can get into that specific subject, it does make the subject of savings 
and how you prepare for the best years of your life much more present in your current activities. And this is what we know that people in particular, if, if you make things more inertial, especially when it comes into savings, they also become easier and more effective. Well, if you make savings into this kind of very difficult process that requires almost like a ceremony before you get yourself into the mood of thinking about it. And yes, now I'm going to choose the pension. Now I'm going to choose something, etc. It's not going to happen. Never going to happen. That's why inertia is, is so successful, even in the pensions in Northern Rome in the UK. And I think that's what the metaverse would allow us. Like, try to make your pension or your investments in general, not, not in terms of about being addicted to it. No, I think that would be horrible. Like, how do they relate to your, to your life overall? And you see that it's not this monster that is that you should be fighting off. It's interesting you put it that way because you're fighting against the inertia of the industry. It's always been sold to people as this is a very complex, very serious process. Yes, it's true. It's been sold like this for a long time. And to a certain extent, it's it was true, I think, up into the 1990s or maybe the early 2000s. What we see is that you need to specialize in terms of the value chain where you focus on a pension. I fundamentally think that the job and the role of a, or, and, the, and the value that a pension provider adds is not on investment. And I think in, the, in this sense, the framework in the FCA that you have in the UK, where you have a governance structure focused on investments and, make, and making sure that it's independent and see if it makes sense, allows the pension provider to actually focus on what should be my role, you know, because... If you, if you think about how you specialize labor or work or the things that you do, the activities, an asset manager that just does that as its, its, its main raison d'etre will always be better than a pension scheme that will always be lagging behind in terms of the best professionals he wants to hire, the best data that he wants to acquire, and et cetera. And then if you think about the pensioners, it's like, you know what, you don't need to be the asset manager. You can work with different asset managers. And then you focus on being that translation between the aspirations of your members and what the investments, what investments should be given the aspirations. Or in other words, how do you make sure that those underlying investments respect and reflect your members? You're quite new to this in terms of Collegia. It's only been going since September of last year. So we launched September last year, but we've been setting up the company since December 2018. So before we launched, we did several rounds of prototyping, tests with consumers, alpha and beta testing. So it's been some time already since we started Collegiate, but we launched, we only felt that by September 2021, that we were ready to launch to the market. What are the services you're offering? Collegiate was the first one in the UK to, to provide a pension that is both a personal pension scheme and an auto-enrollment scheme at the same time, which means that you can have multiple employers paying to your pension at the same time or throughout your career, that kind of logic of bot follows member is already inbuilt into the product with Collegiate. Now, we distribute this product for employers that want to reduce the costs with free of charge, reduce the admin that is required to do with the pensions because we integrate directly with the payroll software, and then upgrade their sustainability credentials. Four and five employees in the UK take issue with their money being taken from their payslip and being invested in guns, arms manufacturing, tobacco, oil and gas, pornography. By default, the funds in the portfolios in Collegiate you know, invest in those kinds of industries and also seek to achieve both societal and ecological returns together with financial ones. And we measure those against the 2030 deliverables of the United Nations 17 Sustainable Development Goals. This is a partnership between us and our asset manager, Elias Punchstein. We focus on the communication, understanding the aspirations of the member, 
and Alliance Wednesday focus a lot on the investments and how that should be reflected. Now, we, we distribute Collegia basically as an upgrade into existing pension and one that also reduces your costs and the admin work required. So we work in this sense, we have products focused on employers, of course, accounting firms, payroll bureaus, IFA, so different ways that they interact with the pensions industry and the alting enrollment pension provider. And then first and foremost, we have the member application. So the member has access to both a web and mobile app, can pick up the phone anytime, send us an email, and they will have more than just a pension with full transparency of fees. They also have an inbuilt retirement planner. So you can see, given the choices that you have, how much you'll be able to spend in, in groceries and housing and what kind of lifestyle you'll be able to afford in the future. So it's all about translating what this pension means to you and what kind of change you're trying to achieve in the world. And then you can opt into the sustainable one, a more traditional allocation, Sharia compliant one, just a high growth, low growth. And then on the back of your choices, you make sure that you're placed in a portfolio that respects and reflects them. I can't help feeling on a personal basis that my calculations of my pension uh, would probably prove to me that I'm never going to be able to afford to retire. <laughs> Is this being taken up by Gen Z? Do oh. people in their 20s and perhaps into their 30s, they do. But do people in their 20s actually really think about pensions yet? It's a very good question. So, so far, um, as you can imagine, so alting Roman, you need to be 22 years and older to be and earn £10,000 in a year or the equivalent on a weekly, fortnightly basis to be automatically enrolled. So if you think about the universe of people in the UK that get enrolled, 22 million, a very small percentage, a relatively small percentage of this, because it's just part of the Gen Z. Now, they do interact. And it's interesting that the way that we build Collegia is it does not require you to be checking all the time. The first time we check into Collegia, we just confirm some data, get make sure that we can get access to you in, when, when you move jobs. And then you see exactly at that moment what kinds of retirement you're on track for. And then we use this, your auto-enrollment conditions that you have now, and your expected state patient income. And then we place those against the PLSA's retirement living standards. And then we show you color-coded, and we, we name it. it, 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 is, it a, is it is it a minimum lifestyle, also moderate, and so on and so forth. So the person, the first thing they see is what kind of retirement you're on track for. And then we invite them. I don't like to use the word gamify because I think it misleads a little bit, but you're invited to kind of set your retirement lifestyle rather than do this kind of very, let me say, common thing, which is like, oh, yes, I want to retire in Tuscany and drive a Ferrari, you know, and then that's, that's, that's my, my, my dream scenario for retirement. Great. How much money do you have to invest that? 20 quid a month. I mean, it's, it, you kind of create a frustration, right? That, that, that's the, the worst way of doing retirement planning you could ever think of. Or even worse than this, like, oh, if you have 5,000, you'd be comfortable losing 2,000. If you're many, you're more likely to win 3,000. Things that are completely outside of someone's specific reality. So what we do is you can choose when you want to retire. You select the contribution settings that you allow and so on and so forth. And you get your goals as a consequence of that. So rather than being actually a goal, is an outcome or likely outcome you are, you are to achieve. So to go back to your main question, Gen Z, just look at the, the average user that we have from a Gen Z perspective, from our interactions so far, just feels comfortable that, yeah, okay, cool, I'm somewhat on track, I could be better here, there, but they, they know where towards what kind of scenario they're heading, and then they can add a little bit more of contributions or just wait, so it varies a lot. Now, the, also the other thing is that we just launched, and then the cost of living crisis is affecting a lot of that, especially the younger you are. 
not only the, the, young, the youngest are being affected, but the younger you are, you know, you're, you're being placed in a very difficult spot right now, especially if you're, if you're not paying uh, for, for student debt, the student loan, and then plus the national insurance hike and et cetera. So we, we have seen also for, for part of the Gen Z cohort, it's been more difficult to keep it a pension. And they know that they have a lot of time ahead of them. Eduardo Chazan, Chief Executive Officer of Collegia, thank you very much.